Welcome, everybody, to Debugging the Darkness. We are a podcast outreach of Christian Tech Center Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to helping any and all in need with computers and technology. I'm Doug Bonnet, Andre's sidekick and podcast co-host, and of course, this is Andre Class, the executive director over there at Christian Tech Center Ministries. Uh, we can't say good morning, Andre, because the podcast timing is nebulous, so good whatever part of the day everybody's listening to. Yes, indeed. But of course, Doug, it's morning somewhere. Man, you ain't wrong. That, that's why we got you. You're the brains of this operation, obviously. Well, it's not about me. Remember that. It's all Jesus. Well, he uh, has ordained you with the brains of this operation, so uh, let's see if we can't wedge two things in the in the same uh, wedge thing. All right, we've gone off the rails already. Well, that didn't take very long. We're one minute in. All right, well, let's uh, do a little recap of a uh, pretty active last week or so. Tell us about the week, Andre. Oh, it's been a very active couple weeks, Doug. Um, so we had our big anniversary gala. Uh, we had over 60 people come out. We had some amazing talent. And uh, it definitely exceeded a lot of expectations. Uh, Joe Nestor, CJ, and Edison Unplugged. It was a phenomenal display of talent, a phenomenal display of faith. Um, we had a lot of generous giving. And, of course, we are very, very grateful because, as you know, we rely entirely on donations from the community to power what we do. And uh, we also were part of uh, the Seminole Chamber's uh, nonprofit showcase at the Central Florida Zoo on uh, Tuesday morning, as well on Tuesday the 6th. Uh, so we had a lot of great networking there. Uh, we're getting ready to work on some huge projects in the community. Uh, we're about to do a big computer deployment for a low-income housing complex where these desktop systems are all going to be distributed to low-income families uh, in the Sanford area. And uh, we're getting ready to do an ice cream fundraiser. We're getting ready to do a digital security workshop uh, and uh, many, many more projects. So definitely please continue to stay tuned as we post our updates on our social media pages, uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Tech Center, or on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Twitter under the handle Christian Tech HQ, and we're also on LinkedIn. And uh, you can also learn more about uh, what we do and our mission or donate by going to ChristianTechCenter.com. And as always, we will put the addresses to those things in the show notes. So you'll want to check our show notes. We'll have our verse of the podcast, not the verse of the week. That's going to be in the show notes as well. So please, when uh, you seek out the podcast, check the show notes because there's some important information in there. So to move forward, now let me ask you this while I'm thinking about it. How did the gala do as far as fundraising was it did it meet expectations did it exceed how how where we are where are we with the funding well the good thing is, is that they well pastor shady always says the first one's always the worst one but it was a really good event i must say a lot of people who attended were sharing how impressed they were and it's really all blessings from god that we were able to put this all together in uh, such a well uh, like uh, such well decorum, um, I'm very, very grateful for all of our volunteers that uh, helped to put this all together um, in setting up tables, chairs, all the dinnerware, all the uh, all the different uh, props that and uh, decor 
Um, also, of course, uh, very grateful to Harvest Time International for hosting us. Very grateful to uh, Chianti's, Hollerbox, Chick-fil-A, and uh, Pixie's Magical Bakery for donating all that wonderful food. Um, it was absolutely delicious all the way around. It and, was. Uh, and, of course, the silent auction items, uh, there was definitely a lot of action on there as well. Um, the raffle prizes were very well received. Uh, so uh, I'd say uh, for our very first event, um, we did uh, pretty good, I must say. Um, we raised uh, just over $7,000. Uh, and, of course, uh, it all goes to support our mission and uh, We've been very, very blessed that uh, the Lord continues to provide in miraculous ways to be able to facilitate what we do as we've already surpassed over one year of service in the community as a registered 501c3. And uh, it's just amazing because if you look at from a numbers perspective, and I know a lot of people are very analytical like that, uh, so we've given out already over 300 free computers. Now, the average retail price of a computer, if you were to go to a big box store and get a computer, the average retail price is around $500, give or take. So if you multiply that by 300 computers, that's a measurable economic impact of over $150,000 over this past year of operation. But it's not about the numbers, really. It's about how God is using what we do as a means of transformation, as a means to be able to make a difference for the lives of those who are desperately needing these resources. As you know, Doug, uh, technology has become the 21st century barrier to quality of life, and I've said this time and time and time again. And from the computers we've been able to give out, we've seen students being able to complete their studies, people being able to get their GED or get their college, uh, their college degree, um, get their uh, new job, uh, some people getting work at home jobs, others just being able to apply for a job, uh, people being able to socially connect with friends and family, especially those who are uh, in recovery or those who have been dealing with medical infirmity that they can't even get out of the hospital. They rely on their computer as being their window to the outside world. Uh, to that end, Andre, have you gotten much feedback from people, recipients of these computers, and what kind of testimonies are they sharing? Oh, absolutely. Um, so uh, sometimes uh, when I get calls out of the blue or I get thank you cards out of the blue, I, I tear up quite a bit. Um, in fact, the week right before the gala, we got a call from one of the uh, clients from Recovery Connections, and uh, he told me that uh, because he was able to have a computer, that he's turning his whole life around. He just got his GED. He just enrolled in college at Valencia. And uh, also, he now has a job, and he's working on piecing his life back together. Those are miraculous impacts that really accentuate the transformative power of Christ and how just providing one computer to somebody in need can be that springboard moment, that elevation into regaining balance, regaining self-sufficiency, regaining autonomy, and restoration. It's important that, because it, sometimes it's so easy, even when I come into your shop, I see a bunch of equipment. I see monitors, I see uh, the computer towers, laptops. So um, it's important, I think, that, that we connect the human element to the technology end of things. And I, I think that's lost in a lot of times, even as 
we see people kind of removed from human interaction because of technology. But what you're doing, Andre, is the exact opposite. You are able to utilize technology to connect humans to each other. Yes, indeed. And, well, not just to each other, but also to give them the tools that they need to succeed. And, of course, technology, it's a big window. It's a big utility. It's just like how you can't uh, toast bread without a toaster, for example. Um, many times uh, with computers, because of the way our world operates, it's become just straight up one of the most essential things that people need. And there are very, very few organizations out there that are addressing this particular need. And uh, one of the things uh, Matt Morgan told me to, that I need to specifically uh, emphasize on, that uh, for the most part, it's a non-replicable service that I've, that I've been blessed with this gifting. Um, Fifteen years ago, while I was attending the 10th grade at Coons Academy of Information Technology, that's where I got my certification to work on computers. And uh, so I've been CompTIA A-plus certified now uh, since 2008. Uh, we're now in 2023, and uh, the Lord called upon me uh, to use this gifting as a means to be able to serve. And, uh, of course, uh, God willing, further on down the road, we definitely want to be able to see and expand to be able to reach more and more people in more and more communities. But, of course, right now it all starts with what doors the Lord has opened and uh, given me the capabilities to be able to do. And uh, God willing, we'll be able to double our output this year in the Central Florida community. And then at some point in the future, um, that uh, hopefully, uh, God willing, that more and more people will potentially be inspired to uh, possibly take on this mission for themselves. And it's definitely a lot of people find it very, very challenging to be uh, having to give up uh like whether it's a professional career or to uh, sacrifice on their standard of living to be able to go forward and uh, pursue a mission of service, whether it's in tech, whether it's in the mission field, whether it's another means of uh, service or uh, in running a nonprofit or a need or fulfilling that need in the community of, uh, of charity, of support, or of service. Uh, and to that end, let me uh, let our millions of listeners, probably billions or trillions at this point. Watch the pridefulness, Doug. I, I, what I'm thinking, Andre, and bear with me, I, I, can't, uh, I don't have empirical evidence for this. <laughs> I'm thinking people, if there are extraterrestrials, as we just heard uh, from the government whistleblower the other day, I think they're listening as well, but that's, we'll save that for another issue. Um, but what, what I do want to let our listeners know is that uh, Andre is putting the pieces in place uh, to look towards the future, to look to growth. And, and to that end, um, he gathered up, myself included, although I don't know why he would want me on a board of anything. I don't know if I've ever been on a board. But the board of directors is increasing, so we're getting more input from other people, and what that's doing is it's it's building another layer of accountability into the ministry, uh, and it's bringing in new perspectives. So it's important that, that the more perspective that uh, that we have, especially for Andre in this ministry, uh, the better. So, and this is all, of course, towards an eye of 
and as Andre says repeatedly, the Lord bringing increase. And we know that he is the God of increase. So what I don't know that we've encouraged people to do, we need people to pray for this ministry. So you know, take some time today, take some time throughout the week, pray for Christian Tech Center Ministries, uh, that uh, the Lord will give Andre wisdom as far as his stewardship and leadership end of things, and that the Lord will bring increase. So this is, we, we want to be faithful in doing what we're doing, but we know ultimately God is the one that brings the increase. So pray for increase for crying out loud. Yes, absolutely, Doug, but of course... Uh... We definitely appreciate your prayers, whether it's uh, for God to open doors to be able to serve more and more people in the community or to be able to have his provision as uh, we continue to serve. Uh, and none of this is really possible without God's provision. And uh, it's just exemplified in everything that we do and from the very, very beginning. And uh, you can actually watch our first year recap video on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page. So, Andre, let me interrupt. You're, you, because you're a, the tech wizard, you are going to post the YouTube link on our show notes. So, people, I'm going to beat this drum. If I had a little old drum, I'd beat it. I could use the top of Andre's head. He probably won't mind too much. We do want you to check the show notes. So, I've seen the video. It is tremendous, and it is a good thumbnail sketch of all of the incredible things that have been happening over there. So, to that end... Obviously, uh, giving God the glory. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, transition into the verse of the podcast, shall we? And this absolutely. is absolutely. And you said uh, earlier something about uh, the government and extraterrestrial. What exactly? Yeah, yeah. we'll skip that for another time. Well, <laughs> Dr. Rice Brooks said uh, he was just in town uh, for an evangelism training, and uh, he said that uh, one of the folks that approached him told him that they believed. The Bible came from aliens in outer space. Ah, that's and, ridiculous. Uh, well, Please. what he said was, if that's what you believe, it must be very important, so you should read it. Oh, good point. Okay, I see what he did there. That's what they call a uh, <laughs> jujitsu move but in if, the uh, mixed martial art world. <laughs> but, of course, uh, as we know, that the Bible is truly the inspired word of God that uh, he lives and flows and outpours from his word. And, of course, he uses us to be able to make impacts for his kingdom. So, Doug, if you would be so kind to share the verse of the day. I sure would, Andre. But uh, to that end, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, this is straight from God, as I'm reading from Romans, verse 828. And this may be familiar to uh, probably hundreds of thousands of our listeners, if not the millions. And we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So thoughts on that verse, Andre? Um, well, just uh, from many of the things that I've seen uh, at Lake Mary Church over these past many years. Um, so as you know, Doug, I was originally invited to Lake Mary Church when I was running for public office and trying to get qualifying signatures to get on the ballot. And so uh, when I was invited to Lake Mary Church, uh, it, it's just truly inspiring how God works in us and works through us as a means to be able to uh, glorify him and showcase his love and grow the kingdom. Um, that's one thing that uh, really stands apart when you look at Christianity versus many other religions out there. Many religions have this exclusivity to it, like uh, 
it's like they build community around their own group and they exclude people who aren't necessarily part of what they believe or their belief system, if you will. And that's part of the difficult thing about religion that, uh, for the most part, that's become about rules and regulations, if you will. And uh, uh, many people, of course, are very tight in, in their community, don't get me wrong. But uh, there's been a lot of, if you don't believe what we believe, or then uh, you don't belong. And that's really, really sad. Yeah, and it that's is something that we've seen back into biblical times. If you go sure. past in, even into Old Testament times, um, of course, uh, we've seen where, and me being raised Jewish, of course, uh, that, uh, of course, the Jews were considered God's chosen people, but uh, yet they had the outstanding belief system that God was only for them and nobody else had the right of access to God. And uh, of course, when Jesus came down and uh, through uh, and uh, through his sacrifice on the cross, God committed himself to restoring the bonds because of his love and his grace. He wanted to have a relationship with all people. And Christianity isn't about being a religion. Christianity is about building relationships. Amen. And, uh, and, so uh, he restored the relationship, but not just between the Jews who believe, but also the Gentiles and people of other groupings of uh, faith or belief system. That all they would have to do is just come to him, repent, accept him as their Lord and Savior, and receive that free gift of salvation. So when it comes to, when it goes back to Romans eight twenty eight, and the works of those who the good of those who love him call according to his purpose it's amazing how i've seen that people are being involved not just me and computers but also people in their profession using their businesses for kingdom works uh, i just had the privilege of meeting uh, glenn Reppel and uh, he has a financial services firm on 1792 in longwood and uh, for his many, many years in business, he's not only used that as a tool to help people on the financial side, he's also used this as his business as a tool to spread the good news of God. And I, if I could, Andre, even in your own personal experience, and you've, you've shared the details, but the whole thing at previous jobs and previous experiences that, in hindsight, if, if we were to look, from a purely secular point of view, these were not good things. Um, but yet, and, and one of the favorite uh, verses or phrases, if you will, in the Bible is, but God. And usually that comes on the tail of something seemingly bad happening to a, a, an individual or a group of people. But what God does is redeems those experiences as we allow him to. So that's why the... The important verse, or the important part of that verse, is to those who love him, to those who are called by him. So you were called by him, and he took those somewhat negative experiences and redeemed them. And now look at you. You're executive director of Christian Sex Center Ministries 
storming the tech world. I think you're going to overcome uh, Apple and Microsoft and all those other clowns <laughs> in a matter of uh, in a matter of days. So let's uh, transition, if we will, into tech news. And I've got the sound effects, so bear with me, Andre. The sound effect. Tech news. <laughs> that cracks me up every time. So, and then this isn't exactly in our wheelhouse, but I, I think ultimately it will be part of our experience. Uh, do you have thoughts about artificial intelligence? Um, it's well, I, Doug, I think there's been like I don't know, so how many movies now about how it's a bad idea? Yeah, we've we've seen the uh, we've seen the trailer, we've we've seen the end of the movie. It never ends well, does it? Yeah, it might. Yeah, it might be listening to this podcast and might be threatening us or possibly conspiring to kill us just because we're talking negatively about it. I don't know. Oh man, <laughs> we we just put ourselves on the list, Andre. Yeah, we just put ourselves on the list. What is that drone doing flying over the uh, family boat center recording studio? <laughs> well, I know there's. Uh, well, with drones, there's been a lot of uh, usage for drones. You might have seen them flying around LMC when the video broadcast team is recording video. Sometimes people use them for site surveys uh, or for... My son is a licensed drone pilot, by the way, even from the FAA, so he used to do that in his job. Yes, indeed. Many people do uh, do aerial photography with it. Many people do professional site surveys or uh, construction, engineering, site replots. I mean, there's so many different purposes, and uh, there's many ways that, indeed, advancements of technology have been used for uh, greater good... Um, at the same time. And greater evil. Let's uh, not forget sad, that. Yeah, sadly so. So let me, uh, speaking of my son, he is learning to code. And he has, I've had conversations with him. He said one of the things he uses to learn the most outside of the uh, actual uh, curriculum that, that he's using is chat GPT, which of course is artificial intelligence. And he says it's quite helpful. Um, for him in this particular situation, I I don't know otherwise, so I'll have to assume that he knows what he's talking about. But I think it, at some point, uh, even some of the uh, some of the tech wizards, if we could call them that, Elon Musk among others, uh, have certainly said that, that these are things that that we need to be mindful of. So um, we'll get into that further if if Andre and I don't get zapped by the tech overlords uh, as we leave the studio but well uh, the thing is artificial intelligence for the most part i i consider it a misnomer and here's why oh yeah tell me why because artificial intelligence is limited in its capabilities to the input that man is able to give it garbage in garbage out am i right andre is that the first thing you learned about computers essentially um so what what it is is really that uh we as humans are limited in the knowledge that we have and pastor shay talked about how he uh for example is really well versed at being able to uh showcase the word of god and be able to share it in a way that people will understand it but at the same time, he is not well-versed at all in quantum physics. And uh, there are some in our church that can speak quantum physics inside and out, but uh, might not necessarily be as good at, at uh, I don't know, cooking, for example. I don't know. 
But uh, there are things in this world that I truly believe are in God's perfect realm and not necessarily meant to be within our own understanding because God is all-knowing, all-powerful. He gives us the knowledge that he wants us to have. And at the same time, there are things that uh, really can only be explained through his word and through his divine works. Yeah, that's and, it's so true because we know what we need to know. And certainly that, that doesn't disqualify us or uh, excuse us from accruing more information. Certainly your testimony to that. 15 years ago, you gathered information to be the tech giant that you are. So to that end, Andre, let me uh, ask you, and this is kind of the nuts and bolts we want to talk about on each podcast as well, what are some common problems you've seen in computing, some of the the issues that you have to deal with, and what might be some easy solutions uh, that uh, our, what are we going to call them? How many, let's call them a myriad of listeners. That way it's kind of nebulous. So before they call Christian Tech Center Ministries at 407-545-8090, you see what I did there? That was what we call professional uh, podcasting in the industry. So what are what are some common problems and, and what are some easy solutions before people give you a call over there? Well, of course, anytime we're always welcome to assist regardless of uh, what kind of uh, issue that's being had. We try to do our very, very best. Uh, some of the most common problems we tend to see uh, are often uh, slowness on computers, uh, whereas uh, sometimes we see computers that are bogged down by software that uh, might be junk software. Kind of the bloatware been... you were talking about. Yeah, sometimes it can be bloatware that was pre-installed from the manufacturer of the computer. Uh, many times they'll put the free trial software to try to get you to buy something that you might not necessarily need. Uh, sometimes people can inadvertently download programs or uh, sometimes even malicious software uh, from uh, download, third-party download sites, from advertisements. Um, sometimes uh, you can uh, right-click on uh, the Start button, go to Apps and Features, and then you can remove uh, programs and apps or software that you might not necessarily need. Uh, of course, you have to be very careful that you don't remove software that's uh, essential to the proper function of the computer, such as drivers that uh, are from the manufacturer that tell the computer how to use the different components of hardware, such as you don't want to necessarily uninstall the sound software, or you won't otherwise be able to listen to our fine podcast. Oh my gosh, that would be the worst thing ever. Come on, people, don't do that. What are you thinking out Um, there for crying out loud? Sometimes slowness issues can be indicative of a possible problem with the hardware, uh, whereas uh, the hard drive is the component that stores the operating system, stores all your system files, stores all of your documents and everything that's on the computer. And sometimes slowness can be caused by a uh, possible hard drive uh, issue where it might be developing bad sectors or mechanical fault with the drive. Sometimes, very rarely, but even solid-state drives, the newer, more modern, reliable technology, I've still seen cases where solid-state drives even can uh, go bad and uh, cause performance issues. Uh, so sometimes uh, when you're having issues, it might just uh, be most essential or necessary to seek out the services of a professional technician. One thing that I've seen in the industry, though, quite a bit over these past many years is that many of the big box stores that uh, service computers or claim to service computers 
such as Best Buy, for example, one thing I've seen is that they don't actually have their own in-house service department. So when you're dropping the computer off at Best Buy, um, there many times when you go to Geek Squad, they first they charge you some uh, diagnostic fee, and then you have to leave the computer there. What they may or may not tell you is that they're actually shipping the computer out to some sort of repair depot somewhere, and uh, you don't necessarily know where the computer is, and you might end up uh, waiting for an extended period of time. And of course, because of their logistical network, they tend to charge uh, quite uh, hefty fees, even for some of the most basic things. And many times they'll even just tell you that rather than try to fix your computer, they'll just tell, try to sell you a new one. And of course, uh, I'm not—that's uh, not really the instant answer that's going to cure everything. Like just replacing it isn't necessarily going to mean all the programs that you need for your uh, for your day-to-day -day or your email configuration or everything is just going to be there. It's just like if you have a car and you go to the mechanic shop, you expect your mechanic to be telling you every single time. Okay, well, you're having this problem, so you got to replace the car. Oh, two years later, oh, you got this problem, buy another car. No, oh, it, does, it didn't point. work like that, but that's really what we've seen a lot with big box stores, uh, sadly, so, over my uh, years of experience. But the thing is, is that at uh, Christian Tech Center, we offer our repair services. In addition to helping those in need, uh, we also supplement our operations by offering our computer repair services to the public on a donation-supported basis. And that will be an excellent way to uh, transition to our, what do they call that, a doxology at church? I don't know what it is. Uh, getting ready to wind up. But So I guess the, the bottom line is, if you have any questions, you've rebooted, uh, you've um, shaken your fist at the computer, you've done all the things that us uh, tech non-wizards know to do. Such as sicking your pet or your animal on it, uh, please don't oh, do that. Oh, that's a good idea. Because, uh, oh, bad idea. Wait a minute. Yeah, don't, yeah because about? we don't want to have computers that are where the cords are chewed up by your dog or your cat, so please And Andre will replace them. those cords, by the way. So uh, we're going to, if, if I guess uh, at the bottom line, if they have any questions, give you a call. Uh, at Christian Tech Center Ministries, the phone number and the link to the website is going to be in the show notes. So, Andre, uh, it's good uh, getting together with you again, my brother. We'll look forward to the next podcast. And until that glorious day, if the Lord tarries, we'll see you in a couple weeks, kids. Adios. Absolutely. And, again, the address is 1006 West State Road 434 in Longwood. Website is ChristianTechCenter.com to learn more about what we do. If you are in need, uh, of course, definitely please feel free to reach out to us. If you're in, having computer trouble, reach out to us. And, of course, uh, if you have uh, the desire to help support our mission through a donation on behalf of yourself, your family, or your business, uh, we definitely appreciate it. As a 501c3, your contributions are tax-deductible. Again, on behalf of Doug Bonnet and myself, this is Andre Klass, founder and executive director of Christian Tech Center Ministries, wishing you a blessed day and we'll have you on board next.